Hello, welcome to the Friendly Football Podcast, the podcast where three friends wear their GP professional footballers dash the way children when one of them finds a wheelchair and the other two discovered food have their say on the Premier League. I remembered it, man. Yes, I remembered it. It's been a minute. We're back, man. We are back. Back better than ever. For one night only. No, no, no. We have to start doing our man teams. Nah, Skype, Skype's dead, man. Nah, let's do it, Skype's man. Dead, let's do it, man. I miss podcast. You are, have you done another podcast? You have been. You, you've been whoring yourself out, Coach Coach. <laughs> no. Whoring yourself out. I see, I see you everywhere. I, I hear you everywhere you, on the radio. Are you waves. calling me a podcast slut? I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, what, no. Wow. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not here to podcast slut shame. Okay, thank you. Just do your thing. Just, <laughs> just, 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 just make sure. Make sure that the, the 100 and... 130? What episode is this? I'm not even sure anymore. Boy, hundred and hundred and something episodes. You don't forget about those. Yeah, when, when, when never you, ever. When you're out with your, with your new friends over there, <laughs> it's 2020. You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, of course, the ever present coach Kojo joins us. Of course, of course, and a familiar voice, Jamal, Chelsea fan, of course, again. Well, how many episodes is this now? Am I? Have I been on? Yeah, must be like. Third one, or yeah, I think yeah. Third, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So it it it's not circumstance. It, it may it may seem like we've done this on purpose, where because because Liverpool lost, <laughs> we had to we had to podcast. I I literally just came back to the country. Completely man. circumstantial, people. Completely circumstantial. That's right, Samuel Wale. Exactly, it's yeah. not on purpose. Yeah. I promise. The brothers, it's it's fine. Back to score. Nope, kept saves. Um. Yeah, completely circumstantial. He's back for one week. You're back in two weeks' time. We might podcast then again. Yeah. So just chill. I'm not <laughs> saying that we're not happy that Liverpool lost, especially a certain Guna, but it's just completely circumstantial. Completely we... circumstantial. Thank you for for, for saying it. Um, we'll start with the Premier League. Shall we start there? That, that's yeah. the, obviously the biggest, biggest game, yeah. biggest game, the most shocking game mm-hmm. of uh, 2020. 2020's come. February came fast, man. Came February came back. That was insane. Nobody expected that. No one did. No Nobody. One did. I've always said that they they would lose a game this season, but for me, it was I thought it was gonna come at a time when the the league was done. I thought maybe they get they secured. The I mean, league. technically, it's done. No, it's done. But I mean, mm. like when it's officially secured, yeah, officially, okay. and then maybe they'll drop points mm. somewhere because of a bit of complacency or whatever. But I didn't see Watford hitting them for free. I know Watford have improved. Under Pearson, uh, defensively they're a lot more solid. There's a lot more structure to their forward play, mm. but I didn't see Liverpool being exposed defensively like that mm. in that game, especially such a, against a caliber of team. And um, it was more about Watford being good than Liverpool being bad. Liverpool were bad on the day, but Watford were really, really good. I mean, if you think that Pearson wouldn't have improved that Watford side, then you are an ostrich, my friend. <laughs> you have your head in the sand. That's one of the worst. That's, that's, best. The great, that's the greatest quote ever, man. That's the great, how do you call a journal uh, an ostrich? But no, to be, to, be, uh, to be perfectly fair, I mean, they they took him to task. Yeah. There's Ishmael, uh, Ishmael Usar completely spun Van Dijk, especially for that second goal. And everybody wants to okay. Let's let's ask that question. Is it is it? T- I mean, there was a stat that came out recently. I think Van Dyke's only lost five games in a Liverpool shirt. Okay, and f- in five of those games, his partner was Dejan Lovren. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, is 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 it justified to say that Dejan Lovren was at fault for that game, or was it was it quite simply that Van Dyke, including that everybody in that Liverpool side, were just bad? Um, for me, I just feel like for me, I just feel like Watford 
just played very well. Like mm-hmm. um, after I guess the Lafayette's injury, um, they, they were just a different team in the second half. That's that's all I see. It. Um, they must have just been motivated or whatever. But no idea. Honestly, I'm in shock. Mm. Like I have no idea how they did it. Mm. Um, it's like, no, Van Dyke and uh, Trent and um, Lovren and Robertson were all as bad as each other. There, there was not one good performance between the three of them in that game. Um, I think even Rob Robertson's n- the, the shell of a player that he was last year as well, I'd, yeah, Rob- I'd say. But then again... Robertson's not as good as he was last year. Mm. I think, obviously, with some players, when you get to a level and, you know, sometimes you go down a little bit because he's not... He hasn't he's um, declined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a drop of form. Mm. And um, when you're a player like that and... You know, you, you drop a bit of form. People are gonna look at you and say, "What are you doing?" You know, mm. um, I'll say recently also in games like with um, Trent. Recently, a lot of people are now closing down a lot more, so you're seeing a lot more wayward crosses. Mm. Um, because if obviously if you give a quality player time, of course they're gonna whip in a good ball. So um, all in all, Watford just took them to task. Their tactics were excellent on the day. The closing down of uh, the wing backs were excellent. They didn't give players like Salah and Mane time to find space or. Uh, create anything out of nothing they were always on job and it's very important to do get, um, play games like that I think they kind of copied the um, Atletico model when Atletico played um, played uh, Liverpool mm. but did it to a much more devastating effect mm. so yeah I think if, if, if you, you, I think you're, you're probably spot on there but obviously the, the when it come, came to Atletico I don't think it was that uh, Watford have much better quality in Atletico I think it's that uh, Liverpool just didn't respect Watford enough mm. in order to just I don't know keep keep an eye on their quite explosive players. I mean, Saar Saar was on job. Delafeo was on job. Troy Deeney as well scored. Deeney was excellent. Scored his first goal in open play for how many games? I think it was. It's it? been a while. It's, now. it's been it's, it's been it's been a minute. I think everybody steps up. I think they they deserve those three points. I mean, what does this mean uh, now for for Liverpool? Obviously, they're no longer going to go unbeaten which everybody thought that they were going to do ha 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 not, not, even, <laughs> not even not even shameful about it 49 and still is yours gold and you know? still is yours gold that's 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 the thing is yours gold no it's not because arsenal's is but yeah so what does this mean for for them are they are they still one of the best uh sides to to do it to do it they're gonna break the prince record so yeah yeah um, that's because I, I get broken now every 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 year now, man. Well, yeah, it's kind of easy, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. What? How, how many wins do they have? Um, I think they've won every game besides two now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. they drew yeah, yeah. United and lost this one. So yeah, so uh, out of twenty eight, that's twenty six. Yeah, mm. twenty six. Um, and another team had uh, twenty six and twelve draws as well. Um, which was um, but uh, um, but at the end of the day. But the, oh, yeah, the trophy falls thirty eight, and no like, losses. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter what you think. Oh, one was close. Might be a penalty. No, it ain't. But anyway, we're watching. By the way, we're watching uh, the the Chelsea Liverpool whilst recording. Yeah. So if you hear a bit of color commentary, you know I'm, I'm trying to get into broadcasting myself. Like that. I'm like joking. That. I'm joking. Not, <laughs> no, <never laughs> that. Um, no. So if you do hear it, uh, we apologize. Um, what, what were we saying? I think it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything for Liverpool. They're still going to win the league quite comfortably. In terms of them being one of the greatest, of course, with the points record, they will definitely go down. But I've always said my criteria, and I spoke to some Liverpool fans about this. Some of them agree. Some of them do not. It's up to them. My greatest, the teams that have called the greatest have re- also retained the titles. 
So in terms of points, certain Arsenal fans disagree to that as well. I, I know you. I know. I know. Mm. And then, but the thing is, obviously, with the Invincibles and the team that's probably going to get, I, I predicted 106 points. Mm. If they get those points, it's half me to not say they're one of the greatest because that's a ridiculous amount of points to get yeah. in mm. the season. So I would, I would definitely hear the argue that people call them one of the greatest because there's definite merit to that. But for them to be next to like uh, United, Chelsea, and City, for me. Um, I'm not talking about United 99. My favorite United team is 07 to 09. Yeah, 09, yeah. Yep, and Same Chelsea here. 04 to 6. Yeah. And obviously City, the Centurions, and then 98 points. Um, because for me, in that season, for them to be under a load of pressure from City, from Liverpool, and one slip up, they lose the league, and they kept on winning they, and winning they and winning. They could have been 10 points behind if they lost that game to Liverpool. Exactly. And mm. they beat them. Mm. And they beat them and went so. from there strength to strength, you know? So... Um, those guys, because they retained it, fine. And if Liverpool uh, retain it and go past 100, again, then boy, they're definitely there. But in terms of a single season, oh yeah, yeah, this is one of, if not the greatest single season. And a lot of people confuse it when we say the league is bad. It's not saying that Liverpool are benefiting from, oh, benefiting from it easily because they're still the best team. But um, they're definitely one of the greatest right now. No, but that that is that can be... Uh, sizable critique that the quality of the league especially this year has just been dreadful we're talking we're talking about a Sheffield United that are potentially fifth if they win their game in hand against Aston Villa and their point their goal difference a goal difference of four was it like 29 goal score 25 conceded 25 conceded yeah I mean Again, another another thing I've always said is um, Liverpool fans don't need to take per- does it need to take this personally because here's an interesting stat for you: you may not need to win eight out of ten in the last ten games mm. to go past the amount that was um, um, the amount of points that was recorded in the Moyes season. Mm. Bear in mind they finished seventh; they were nowhere near top four. Mm. If they manage to get top four and not beat the Moyes record, that speaks volumes about this league not about Liverpool mm. because Liverpool have done their thing they smacked up everybody but what about everybody else mm. you know what I mean so league's buff, we've been saying for a long time league's been poor for a while Leicester season Chelsea got smacked 3-0 by Arsenal suddenly change formation they're beating everybody mm. um, City yes Centurions they were great they lost two games to United and Liverpool but they were still 19 points clear of the team in second place mm. yeah, I feel like going into that I feel like a lot of the Premier League teams in recent years they go on a run so, like, for example, like you said, with Chelsea, we won 13 games on the bounce after mm. we lost to Arsenal. Mm. Um, City, when they got um, the 100 points, I think they won about 18 or 19 in a row. 18 yeah, in a yeah, row, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a record, yeah. Yeah, that's a record. So, I feel like a lot of the times, in order to win, in order to win this league, you need to, a team that goes on those runs. But the yeah. problem is, when a team goes on that run, other team loses confidence. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's what I feel has happened. So that's why I felt that what happened last season with City and Liverpool was... 1-0 Chelsea, Whoa. guys. Sorry. Oh, what's Carrius doing? Oh, it's It's your boy, Jamal. It's your boy. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy. That's, hey, to be I'm, fair... I'm so, 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 so happy. To be fair... <laughs> so, so, so happy. To be fair, he missed a sitter before... Uh, right, that's why I had my hand on my head. He William. missed a sitter before. That's William for everyone that's listening. Really. I'm sure you will know the score by now, but when yeah. it comes out. But anyway, um, continue on your on your point. But yeah, um, yeah, just in order to in order to win this league, essentially all it is is that well, I'm saying all it is, 
but what you need to do is really just go on a run. Like, a lot of the time, you need to win 12, 13 on the bounce in mm. order to win this league now. Because if we look at it as well, Leicester won the league with 81 points. But since then, everyone's had at least 90 points in order yeah. to win the league. That's mm. true. Chelsea had 93. Um, City had 100. And then City had um, 98. 98. And Liverpool are going to get at least in the 90s. Mm. Yeah. So, um, when you look at it that way, I'm not sure whether it's the quality of the league has been bad or whether it's the case that a lot of teams in the middle, in the middle of the pack have got better. Because mm. end of the day, teams like Wolves were not there. Like five five years ago, you don't have you, you don't have a team like like Wolves yeah. that came from the championship, yeah. okay. comes in and then rips it up the first season. The next season, they're still challenging. Mm. Um, it's, it's different though because of the financial side of it. Obviously, there's a lot more money and now and there's a lot more catered to the teams that come up because now even if you go down, you still get a wad of cash anyway. Mm. Um, but they're not my problem. It's like, no, Sheffield United are not a problem because they're doing their thing, but they're a team that didn't spend as much as a Wolves could. In the championship, they already recruited Ruben Neves, uh, Diego Jota. Yeah. So they were prepared to come to the Premier League because they had Premier League quality players coming up with them. They were prepared. They were ready for that job. Patricio too. When Patricio he came in straight away. You know, Moutinho. they got... They got took advantage of Nuno Santos' connections and said, yeah, bring this guy in, bring mm. this guy in. And they were set. And Sheffield United have come in with pretty much the same team, John Fleck, uh, the two fullbacks, uh, McGoldrick, who really isn't that good, but they are sitting in, what, the seventh now. Mm. That, for me, is where there's a problem. Because when a team comes up from the championship, the idea that, for me, the idea that, you see, you had your top four teams and then top six, and then you had teams below them that were good, and could maybe beat one or two of those teams. Everton's Aston Villa's yeah. history. But you had to still have a level set to break into that top six. There was that upper echelon where it makes it difficult. And that for me makes it more competitive because then you have a seventh team that says, I want to make that jump. I'm ready. Now it's my turn. Everton did it back in the day when they dropped into the top four. Then Tottenham got into the top four and they had a red nap. Almost got down to Martin Yo before, obviously, food poisoning and them things there. Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, lasagna. Chelsea were Champions League, UEFA Cup, and then they got an investment, and then they did well under Ranieri for one season under that investment. And then Mourinho, Mourinho came in and brought his guys in. Very shrewd signings with the prices, and then boom, title, title. It's all about how, you know, the teams work. So I expect teams to always get better. It's just... Right now, when I watch the league, I'm watching tactically. Are people much better? I don't think so. Mm. And there is a lack of, there's a serious um, lack of consistency. So many teams are inconsistent. Mm. So when I heard a commentator I'll call it the battle to finish out of the top four, I was like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because the last season's top four race was a complete and utter joke. It was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, as a Chelsea fan, I have no idea how we're fourth. Like, I'm, I'm looking at it this whole season okay we went on that run where we won like what five or six on the bounce um, but other than that we haven't really looked good all season mm. and it feels like and when I looked at the start of the season I was thinking are we even going to finish sixth like that that was a serious question for me mm. like when you think about I've, you know how I feel about Hazard Hazard sco- um, I've scored and assisted 51% of our goals mm, yeah. last season I was thinking how do we replace those goals we still haven't replaced those goals now Now Abraham is out as well we still haven't replaced those goals 
Yet somehow we're still sitting in fourth. Mm. I look at Spurs' team and I compare their team to ours. Okay, yeah, they've they've had injuries and stuff, but I compare their teams to ours and it's like there's a different level in terms of names. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, but like they're just not performing at the level that they should be. I mean, you've got it's, it's unfair now. Obviously, mm. the last two months they've had injuries, mm. but beforehand, Poch- when Pochettino got sacked, you know. I mean, you you have. I'd say you have a young or you have a, a mixture of, of young, hungry, up, uh, up and comers and experienced Premier League heads. Tottenham, everybody expected them to continue on their on their on their path to what was looking like a potential championship, but obviously it's just not got, got clicked into gear. Everybody saw Mourinho come in, and I thought this was this this uh, this Tottenham side is probably perfect for how Mourinho wants to play. But ever since there was one, I can't remember which game it was this year. He, he was playing his first few games. He was winning. He was playing quite well. He was playing nice football. Yeah. And then he decided. I think it might have been Liverpool. Where he decided, I'm just going to sit back and defend and go it back was, to it Liverpool. was Liverpool. It was yeah. Liverpool. And they absolutely got hammered. And ever since that that game, he's just reverted to type, and it and it confuses me because. I wonder where his confidence is going. I think as a manager, I think, he's just not confident in himself. Anymore. I think he's looking at that team. I know we're going to talk about Tottenham because obviously they play the game. Yeah. Um, but I think he looks at that team and he says, "There's a lot of players that I look at. There's a lot of players that don't want to be there." I feel like uh, like he benched Odevarod and uh, Vertonghen recently in the game we're going to talk about that they played this weekend, and they didn't look in the slightest bit bothered. Compare it to a couple of weeks ago when Vertonghen was deadly upset when he went off because it was like he realised damn I'm not the same level I was anymore mm. whereas and now and Deli Ali when he went off against Leipzig as well he was fuming but why, the only reason I wasn't mad about him for that because I could tell he was fuming with his own performance because he stank <laughs> the joint out he was a that <laughs> was terrible mm. honestly but again he's a player that I think Mourinho's trying to play to his strengths which I think is a bit detrimental because he needs Kane that's his guy when he links up with Kane he's perfect mm. yeah but he, he can't link up with Mora. Mora doesn't want to play up front. Son, he could link up with Son, but Son's not there. Yeah. You know, so Deli Ali being the guy, you can see he's starting to get involved in play a bit less. He's trying to make runs inside the box, win headers, all that kind of stuff. The stuff he was that, doing. That, that's his game. That's, that's his game. game. And it's good, but he needs the guys that he can link up with, not temporary um, replacements, and they're not going to do it with him. So I feel like right now he needs to take a chance, maybe drop someone like him make it a more, a more solid midfield base because I know he wants to play defensive but he also wants that sort of attacking threat yeah but they, they don't have that right now mm. one nil it get one nil wins and just keep it moving you know mm. yeah. yeah just to go back to Liverpool quickly as they cross the ball in oh should be Scott should we no. go oh, oh here we go oh this is bad wow in how did Liverpool not score so it was, a, it was a bit of a, uh, bit of a, a scramble. Yeah, you, yeah, if scramble, you're watching yeah. a match, you'll know exactly yeah. what what we were, what's happening when we're here. Back to Liverpool. Um, is this because there, there were a lot of pundits uh, that were saying that this is going to th- this loss is going to be good for them because that they na- they can now reset and see that they're not this, which no they are. I mean they, that they're not this. Uh, Oh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? This uh, unstoppable unstoppable machine anymore that they they can now step back, take a look at themselves, say that they haven't been performing that well over the past few weeks, and you can even argue throughout the season. Uh, but they they were getting results. Now the results are the result the result has turned on them. Potentially three games in a row, Atletico, 
uh, Watford and now uh, Chelsea. now Chelsea. Is this going to be a catalyst to to get the engine going again, or is or can you can you see them going on a bit of a dip? People want them to do the whole, you know, when the team is a top team when they lose bounce back ability, and then the next game, yeah, they come and they just they just rip it up, yeah, rip up the next team. They're like, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna gonna finish you. That's what they're looking for from Liverpool. So a game like this, for example, I know they're playing two youngsters, but they still got enough um, senior heads on the pitch mm. and some and some different makers on the bench and Salah and Firmino to come and um, make a difference. But losing three games in a row, it, it, I'm not going to lie to you, it can also damage your confidence. Mm. Yeah, I saw with United one time, mm. we lost a game and then we went to Fulham and people expected us to back, bounce back and we lost 2-0 there. And then we lost another game. I think that was in 2009. And everyone was like, what's going on? It, and then we had a game where we won, but we played poorly. But it was that win that got us back to our form. So if Liverpool lose another game, to be honest, at this stage, it's not catastrophic because they're so f- they're so clear. Mm, mm. So it's not a big deal for them. Like mm. if they were five points ahead and they were started losing, you're not thinking, oh, here we go, here's a problem. But if they lose another Premier League game, twenty-two to nineteen points, okay, yeah, you know. So they they're so far ahead, it's not a problem for them. And they the the one thing they can have in their back of their minds is everyone else below us anyway is definitely gonna drop points, drop points anyway. So. Mm. Nothing to stress about, in my opinion. Anyway. I mean, but going into the Champions League, I, mean, I think they're obviously they they're, they're one of the favourites, and they want to win it again. They want to they want to I don't know join Real Madrid in that immortal list of back to back Champions Leagues. Mm. I mean, does it affect them there? Uh, Simeone is waiting for that game, boy. Mm. Yeah. Can t- you can tell. Look, I've been poor this season in the league, but when it comes to being able to play his special tactic and just <laughs> sit back and get the away goal, which they didn't concede an away goal either, it's his dream. Yeah, and it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it basically. Mm. Um, we all know how Simeone likes to play. He's he always likes his teams to be compact. He always likes his teams to always, always put pressure whenever whenever you get into their half. They, they always put pressure on um on the Liverpool players mm. or whoever they're facing. We all know how they like to play, and you know a one 0 lead is something they love. Like, I think there was a game against um when they got to the final. Um, in 2014 against Barcelona and I think they scored the first goal in like the second or third minute called oh you mean uh, Real Madrid yeah, no, yeah. no no it was against um, it was against Barcelona Atletico Madrid against Barcelona Champions League or Copa? Uh, Cham- Champions League quarter final this was like years oh, ago oh quarter final yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. This, yeah. Um, so I think they 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 scored one goal that was it mm. just kept it like that mm. I mean that's, they, what, they, that's what they do they even tried that in the uh Champions League final against Real Madrid, exactly. But until you, your your boy came along and, and just took took their dreams away. I love that liability. I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Like yo, I, can't hate on my king, man. Like, no, I, I, my king of kings, and, and, cerebral assassin, <laughs> my Triple H in football. <laughs> And and like, like, no, but like he's never been a liability. He's my captain. He's my captain. Twenty six red cards now, or yeah. something like that. That last red card was bogus, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was bogus, and you know it. <laughs> it was it was one of them ones, isn't it? Yeah. As soon as he gave that free kick, um, he was going off. He could, you know, he could. He knew. He yeah. knew. He knew that he got he got done by um, Gabriel Jesus. As soon as Gabriel Jesus drops, he's like, "Ah, oh, but I can't complain because we do it." So exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so did you were saying about Fleco? Uh, yeah, so that's that's what Fleco do, man. They yeah. they know how to grind the win. That's 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 what they do, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's you know it's tough. For, it's it's honestly it's a tough ask for Liverpool. I, I still think they'll do it. Mm. At the end of the day, look look they they were three 0 down against Barcelona. 
And the, we talk about them getting lucky wins, but Klopp even said like a couple of weeks ago, the only reason why we've got so much so much luck this season was because that Barcelona win gave us belief. Mm. Like to literally just stick until the end. Because mm. look at that. He was using Shakiri, Origi, you know, he had a depleted squad when he faced them mm. and he still smacked them 4-0. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. if you can do that, you know, a 1-1 one, one, one at the 83rd or 84th minute, that shouldn't be a problem when mm. you've got the quality that Liverpool have. Mm. And Mane, Firmino, Salah, they can do something out of nothing. Mm. Like, even if just, yeah. And then you still got guys like Alexander-Arnold and um, Robertson, and etc., etc., who are able to, you know, create chances out of nothing. Mm. That's what Liverpool do. Um, they remind me a bit of United. They remind me a bit of United. Which United are you talking about, bro? Um, West Ham? The... <laughs> <laughs> I think I hit yeah, no. New, Newcastle. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, what's it called? When, when you, you lot used to, like, bang them 1-0s and 2-1s and all of that, and mm. you just went on them runs. Like, yeah. that's what this Liverpool side has been doing this season. That's mm. true. That's true. Because, yeah. um, honestly, I know they're a good team, but, like, I look at their players, man for man, and... Okay, the front three are top. Yeah, you got Van Dijk, you got um, you got Allison, Alexander Arnold's, you know, becoming a top player as well. Going then, forward, go going forward anyway. Asterix, um, we've got to have an asterisk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but and I know Henderson's been good this season, and I know with Nathan. But when you think about them, when you think about the top midfielders in the world, you don't think Henderson, you don't think Wijnaldum. I like Fabinho, so I, I would put him somewhere around, but I wouldn't say definitely. I'll put him in my top 10. I, wouldn't, I don't yeah. know. Top five, I have to think about that. Yeah, mm, but yeah. He, he's a top midfielder anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I, I look at them and it doesn't look like there's quality every single place in the squad. Mm. Is When I look at City, for example, a couple of years back, quality every part of the squad. Like, um, you know the the centre backs company, um, Laporta, um, Fernandinho, um, Silva, Silvers, Silvers, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you know Sane, you know got Sane coming off the bench, Aguero, Jesus, etc. Mm. I don't see that in Liverpool, but what Liverpool have is the mentality. That's that's what I think has set them apart this season. Mm. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's go to teams without that mentality. Let's go to uh, <laughs> let's go to let's go to Chelsea. Yeah. I, I thought you were gonna go to United. Hey, we won, bro. Hey, uh, oh no, we you... drew. I lied. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. We'll go, let's to, go Chelsea. to Chelsea because Yo. you you came in. You came in. I'd say call it. About to call it a studio for a second. It's like no, 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 no. You came, you my came, house. You came into the coach's house. And you instantly got onto a certain uh, guy that, that scored you the, the the goal that's giving you the one nil uh, victory or yeah. lead. That's it, say. Yeah. Um, so what, what's what's got what's going on? Why, why what's happening to Chelsea? They seem like they were going it was going so well under this Lampard revolution. Um, well, here's the thing. Like I, I think Lampard has done very well this season. Mm-hmm. Um, they're. Okay, you could say, okay, maybe the quality of the league hasn't been the greatest or whatever. But end of the day, his aim was to, I guess, develop these young players, maybe get fourth. Because I, I don't think he'll get sacked if he doesn't make if he doesn't make fourth place. Because mm. simply, he, he got a transfer ban, lost his best player. Mm. When you have that, it's, it's toughy, you know. Um, imagine a player with, what, 
But imagine a manager with two years of experience, or one one year of experience, going into a club like Chelsea, the size of Chelsea. You can't buy yeah. any players. You can't buy. You can't buy any players, and you have to get in the top four. Mm. Yeah, that is a hard ask for any manager. Yeah, so for him to do that and to do it, playing attacking football, um, bringing in young players, which Chelsea have wanted for a long time to bring through young players, an exciting attacking football. Sorry, yeah. wasn't was yeah. attacking, but it wasn't exactly. Yeah, it was more it more was patient, patient, more patient. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, but honestly. I can't fault Lampard. There are a few things he'll learn as a manager, but end of the day, there's only so much he can do with this current group of players. Mm. Um, William, um, yeah, what, what was the stat? Um, let let me get up again. <laughs> <laughs> now it's it's it's. it's oh, you mean the Alonso one? Yes. Uh, Alonso has seventy four matches. Is yeah, seven seventy four appearances for Alonso. Thirteen goals between seventeen eighteen to nineteen twenty season in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. 13 goals for William, 95 appearances. Mm. So 21 more appearances for William and less goals than the left-back. <laughs> the same amount of goals for the left-back. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's pretty damning. Um, you know, when you've got someone like that... Um, but I'm I mean, not allowed to criticise You can't criticise him. During that season where everybody... Uh, the half, during that half season. During that half season where everybody, <laughs> everybody turned on, uh, on Mourinho... Yeah, and then you had you had uh, Bill, you had Banner saying Hazard, Diego Costa, Fabregas, all snakes, the free snakes, rats. <laughs> rats. Yeah, I remember the free that. rats. Yeah, that's the one. I he was that. the guy that w- that was giving his all and trying his best to make sure that Chelsea succeeded. What one thing I don't understand as well, like with that season as well. Okay, he performed for half the season, <laughs> which is more than um, he does currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I respect that, but. Um, <laughs> I, what I don't understand, he was banging free kicks like there were no tomorrow. Mm. So why can't he bang free kicks now? Why does all of his corners just hit the first man? Mm. I don't understand. Like, has someone not fought in training? Oh, William, you might want to hit the ball a bit higher <laughs> or, or something like that. Like, I've... Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, get, it gets to me a lot, isn't it? Mm. Um, but, yeah, he's one of them. But to be honest, um, Ross Barkley's probably a bit more infuriating you know, um, oh yeah, another more damning stat. Um, Ross Barkley, um, in the Premier League, zero goals, one assist this whole season. Another damning stat. So what's Lampard supposed to do? Yeah. Um, Pulisic, potential, um, I don't think he'll be as good as Hazard, but that's very hard to do. But potential. Callumson, Hudson, yeah, Adoy, you, potential. You kind of forget that he costs, what, 60 million, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my opinion on Pulisic is that um, we bought the wrong player from Dortmund. Um, but I said that before. <laughs> but I said that before. Yeah. But however, he's a player for Chelsea, and I always respect the fact that he's a player for Chelsea, and he's given us all. Could sixty million have got you Sancho then? Back then, though, I don't think it could. Or... It wouldn't. No. And I think we went for the cheap option. And mm. also, I feel like the board knew that we were getting a transfer ban. Mm. They knew that Hazard was leaving, so they're like, "Yeah, we have to get someone in." Mm. So for that alone, I respect the fact that they've bought Pulisic. He's done okay so far this mm. first season. He's been injured a lot. Let's see how he develops next season. Mm. Yeah, that's that's my opinion anyway. Um, Reece James is a baller though. Like I know, <laughs> yeah, Reece James is a baller, man. Them crosses, man. Oh, oh he's moving like Trent, yeah. Moving like Trent. Um, two two against against Bournemouth. What went wrong in that in that game? Was it just that we can't defend? We can't defend, yeah. We can't defend and we can't attack. Mm. Um, that's it. 
Um, end of the day, if your left wing back is scoring your goals, um, there's a problem if you're attacking. Um, but again, what's it called? Our first choice attacker out. Like, you know, Abraham's clearly playing injured with that ankle problem. Mm. Hudson Odoi's been out. Um, Pulisic's been out. So it's kind of hard to, you know, really, really criticize Lampard. Mm. Um, well, when Kante's back, um, I would like to see him play in a two. Mm as a box to box but in a two because mm-hmm. Kante's a box to box he has never been a DM mm-hmm. he's always been a box to box <laughs> in yeah. a two yeah but I would like to say, see him in a two with Kovacic not Jorginho not Jorginho no? yeah Jorginho has his uses but end of the day if you can't defend put Kante back put put him back don't make him go go out and attack that's, mm-hmm. that's it that's what Conte did um, Antonio Conte did and it worked wonders for him that's what we need to do. Mm, that's fair. Uh, do you see him getting top four? I mean, it seems like top five now because of the uh, the city's uh, Champions League ban. That means that will get you Champions League football. Do you see him staying top four, top five? Yeah, I do. Mm. I really do. End of the day, we're gonna get smacked by Bayern. I've accepted it before we even played. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna be out of the Champions League. That's less fixture congestion. I know I sound it's 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 sad that I'm saying this, <laughs> but like I gotta be realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not coming back. <laughs> um, it's just a, a matter. May, maybe you might. Maybe we might win one nil because Bayern ain't bothered or whatever. But mm. let's let's see whatever. But anyway, let's fix your congestion. Um, we're not focusing on the Champions League. We're just focusing on the Premier League. We can get a run, mm. and I think what we've got ten more games left. I think if we win five more games out of the ten, we'll get top four. Mm. That's how bad this league is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's go to United. Okay. Two, was it two? One one against Everton should have been. May I? I personally think two one to Everton at the very very end, when they disallowed who 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 shot that. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Who's goal dis goal disallowed? It was um, Dominic Calvert Lewin. It was Calvert Lewin. Yeah. Yeah. He went a double for the game. He would have got to disallow because Sigurdsson was was chilling on the floor right in front of De Gea, even though De Gea had eyes directly on the ball. Mm-hmm. And I think if he's not there, it goes in regardless. So I think you're lucky in that sense. Oh, but I, I agree. I was watching it with Ransford and on the day I was saying, yeah, it's offside, but I knew in my heart of heart that it really wasn't offside. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, well, first of all, we shouldn't have gone one no down if it was for De Gea, De Gea just being an absolute idiot on the ball. I, he had time to pass to Ivor. He Lindelof, had 10 minutes. Oh, um, to um, Maguire. He could have passed the ball out to the, right, the wing on the right or the left. He waited for Calvert Lewin to get close before he tried to boot away. And in the boot itself... To be honest, if he didn't um, block it, it wasn't going far. It was a poor kick. And well, you saw the result of that. Mm. Back it went into the back of the net. Mm. But then again, the guy that's just joined us and has become our, pretty much our saviour in Bruno Fernandes. Um, what, what I love about him is, apart from Mata and Pogba at times, who in our team takes chances with shots outside the box? Mm. It's always pass, pass, pass here, pass to the wing. Hopefully... Shorts overlapping or Juan Bissaka's overlapping and crossing. It's just, it's a complete mess. The same old, same old. Same old. And you've got someone there that links play. He moves left, right, center. He does this, he does that. This is what you want um, for your midfielders to do, you know? Mm. And the thing is, we haven't had, apart from Pogba, we haven't had a caliber of centre midfielder that's able to do that. Mm. Uh, McTominay is a very simple player. He likes to sweep up, 
He likes to play simple passes, keep the blade moving on. Fred is a good player, but he's not creative like that. He hasn't got the low gravity to beat a player on the dribble so quick. He can beat players, but just not often. Mm. Um, and just Pereira, if I speak, I'll be in big trouble. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, that's that. And, and Matic is just a defensive midfielder. He's quite slow. He tries to beat some players. He's decent on the ball, but he's not going to do anything spectacular mm. for you. So we needed a player to come in and link up the play. And I've said it before on this podcast that we should have signed him in the summer. We should have just dropped the money straight up because the guy is quality. Mm. And you're seeing that. It's not, and again, you get, you get people always say he's from the Portuguese league, scoring goals and great assists there. He's already got three goals. And I think he can write three assists already. Like he's hit the ground running. And that's what you needed in his team. I so. mean, coach, man, he's made, he's he's playing with the same players that Pogba was playing with. Why why are, oh. why are they why are they playing so so much better with I, Bruno I, I, than I, than Paul Bill Pogba? I love when people say that it's funny. It makes makes no it makes no sense. Makes I mean, no sense, I mean, no. Paul Pogba is, is is meant to be the one of the greatest midfielders in the Premier League mm. in the Premier in the Premier League. So why is this guy from Portugal mm. suddenly making Matic mm. and uh, and McTominay mm. and uh, who is it Fred look better? Well, the funny thing is, people that are listening, Matic didn't want to be at this club in the first place. He was asking to leave. We didn't get rid of him because we had no fielders. Pogba got injured. Pogba's been playing injured. Bear in mind, came back for one game, got injured again. Should have been rested for that game. Lo and behold, he's been out. He's been out again for a while. Um, but obviously, you know, yeah, Andres Gomez came back in a short amount of time. So why is he playing ahead of? Yeah, it don't work like that. Um, <laughs> McTominay, to be fair, has just been McTominay. I haven't seen much difference in, from him when he started the season to now. He's doing what he does. Uh, Fred has improved tenfold. Fred needed to improve, though. He needed to improve. There's no excuse for him. He needed to improve. <laughs> mm. Remember, if you can go back to the archives on this podcast. When he joined the club, I was like, I'm happy about this. This is a good player. I've watched him in Shakhtar, blah, blah, blah. I was seeing none of the Shakhtar behavior. <laughs> I was seeing none of it. In the way that so I was thinking, bro, I big you up. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, but finally, he's performing. And now, he's actually got two goals. Usually, his shots are going... No, they're landing in barking rather than in the back of the main line. <laughs> so, you know, but we're seeing improvements now. And what people don't seem to understand, I've always said this about Pogba, is yes, when Pogba has bad games, we're not scared to criticise him. On this podcast, we've said it a couple of times that, look, to this game, he just wasn't good enough. But again and again, this is another player that likes to nick up play. And you're seeing the same issues with Bruno Fernandes. It's been analysed. People like Martial and all these guys, they're not making the, move, the movements that you want them to because it's like he doesn't believe that the, he should get into that position because nothing will really be created. Nothing will happen. It's more of a belief thing. And when you've been playing in the team for that long, that there is a lack of structure, it builds. I will say this also about social. And I think with players like Bailly coming back from injury, uh, Fred finally finding some form, Matic coming back into the team, uh, Shaw finding a bit of form now, you start to see that he's now dropping your Lingas and Pereira's out completely. Mm. Chong is taking places on the bench. Like, you can see now he's... And you can see the structure to his football is getting there. The Everton performance was poor. But again and again, I'll say this. I, I don't. I think we should replace him with Pochettino. But big difference. Usually, we would have lost that game. Mm. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been 2-1. It would have been 3 or 4-0. Because we go to Everton, we have quite a poor record there. So, um, I'm just happy to see that Bruno Fernandes has settled in quite comfortably. And he's doing his thing, man. And he's going to be a star, star player for us. Mm. And it's important for us to get Pogba back in there so that... If we do have him for three more months, cool. Let them two link up, play some good football, hopefully get enough results for the top four. And then if we have to cash in on him, unfortunately, that's what we have to do. Mm. Uh, 
And yeah, and yeah, it was offside. No, it was onside. Sorry, but it was onside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Onside. I, I, I mm. just feel like with this whole Pogba situation, which I've been saying for quite a while now, is that all the great midfielders, it doesn't matter if you're if you're Vieira, if you're if you're Lampard, if you're Pirlo, if you're Xavi Alonso, etc., etc., etc. They always look at Modric. They always need. Another great, another great midfielder or midfielders next to them. Vera had your birds. Agreed. Lampard had Essien, Makélélé, Balak, Mikel. Mikel was good. Jeremy was even good. Arsenal had, like I said, Vieira and when Vieira went, Fabregas came in. Liverpool, actually, no, no, Liverpool. Gerard and Javi Alonso. Yeah, yeah, that's what you called Mascherano as well. I was, I was thinking of like this season, but Fabinho. Yeah, Fabinho won out them. Yeah, yeah. Good, great defender. Midfielder, sorry. Um, who else am I forgetting? Even Tottenham, when they went on their sort of like good form season, Musa Dembele, and then Ali was creating, scoring goals a lot. Like, Ericsson as well. Ericsson, you know, so it's all about people saying, oh, partnerships it's, it's to replace Pogba replace Pogba for one but then again these are enemies of progress these are guys <laughs> that you know want Pogba out or these are guys that support the club that's about to Premier finally win a Premier League title mm. so I just try not to listen to them and listen to reasonable mm. yeah reasonable actual stuff Pogba, he's not supposed to be Pogba's replacement put him next to Pogba quality with quality you can't put a guy that's playing next to Piello and Mash um, uh, Marquisio. Marquisio, Vidal. Now, now you're gonna Vidal. Now you're gonna say yo. You're gonna say same midfield of Andres Pereira. You're taking a mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're actually taking a mic. It's no, it's no, it is no coincidence that when he goes into France, it's apples and oranges compared exactly. to It's no coincidence. At the end of the day, you got Kante and Matuidi. Mm. Yeah, right next to him. Thank you. Pogba can do his thing. Exactly. He could just do his thing. Mm, he was balling at the World Cup. I, I, and, I, and I say this and I'll, I'll, I'll stick to it should have won best player I don't who think won best player Modric oh yeah he did and he won that's why he went to Ballon d'Or that's yeah, why he won yeah, the Ballon d'Or because yeah, yeah. if you go to, if you go to the, the game where they uh, they played against each other yeah he t- they, uh, Deschamps took off Kante yeah, yeah. Pogba didn't need him to, yeah, yeah that's true he bossed that match that's true played a match of, of, for, for that final in my opinion played a tournament should, should have been ranked higher for Ballon d'Or maybe could have won it but yeah, even even with Modric saying that Modric uh, drove Croatia to uh, to to the final, who he had next to him? Rakitic, he had Rakitic, Rakitic. Champions League winner, yeah. multiple series, uh, and La Liga, winner. and we're gonna add like Brozovic, the baller as well. Even Kovacic was on the bench. There you go. That midfield was crazy. They have Mandzukic up front. Yeah, it's like Perisic Trump, as well. Perisic, you know, oh, that look at that. Man. That's a team. It's a great team. That's but, a team. But, 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 but Modric, they just it's Modric because because yeah, that's the name. That's the name, isn't it? That's the name. Ooh. Oh, no. Nah, the nah. It was Giroud, man. What did you expect? I thought um, it was going to... Nah. Anyway, um, yeah. Where can we go to next? So we were talking about Tottenham, so yeah. could you say it was a shock defeat to Wolves? Or no, was it no. Wolves were it's not, not, it's, not, it's not a shock anymore, man. It's not. And when I saw Eric Dyer send it back, I thought, yeah, yo, it's, it's, it's done. When I see Eric Dyer... In, t- in the team, it's, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where he's worse, whether he's worse a centre back, whether he's worse a DM. I love it when Jose is like, I'm gonna play Eric Dyer and uh, Musa Sissoko together. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yo, that's that mobile, super mobile combination, <laughs> you know, you, you know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. Defensive stability, yeah, yeah. When, when they concede two goals, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, they were, they were, they were, it was a disaster class, man. 
And Tanganga, I'm sorry, Tanganga, if you're going to play him, he needs one of other variable Tonga next to him. He's young. He's going to take time to develop. He was thrown in out of nowhere, to be completely honest. Mm. He looks like a good young player. I'm not going to criticise him too hard. Um, but you can't... I mean, to, to get, to get uh, Mourinho's attention, it's like that young age, it's, it's has to be good you, you have to be. You have to be. Yeah, and I'm sorry, you cannot put him, especially if it gets, against a good Wolf side, yeah. next to Eric Dyer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Davison Sanchez. Honestly... Like, I, I, I tried to move away from the power and pace thing, but apart from that, why has he actually got that technical ability? Ah, uh, nothing. Nothing. I have to be... Yeah, you can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't pass... Uh, you know what, Mourinho, yeah? You know when um, United played Ajax in the final? Mm. He said that he just left Davison Sanchez um, to have the ball game. Yep. He said, he said we're going to press the lip and we're going to let um, Davison Sanchez do his thing. Because he knows. He knows. <laughs> he, knows. <laughs> he, knows. <laughs> he knows. And now it's his defender. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, this is the thing. And, That's, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny to me that, I remember in the press, people weren't praising Delic that game. They were praising Davison Sanchez for a good performance. But it's because at that time, we were just trying to play an aerial game and he's, He's big and he's strong. That, mm, yeah. I don't like using that for, especially for now, with, especially with black players, but literally, I don't see anything else. Mm. He's not helping the stereotype disappear. <laughs> he's really not. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have to be so blunt about yeah, yeah, it because yeah, if yeah, you yeah. are a Premier League side and a team that's supposed to be challenging for, well, challenging to get at least get to the top four. Play the ball. Exactly. Get play better. the ball. Technically, get better. Look, like, and you're not playing with bombs. I'm sorry. Odevero and Avatonga are declining. Yes. But they know how to pass. Odevero and long passes are the apples they just they fit yeah. so learn mm. you know and then learn how to tackle and all that but he's not actually no learn how to tackle first because he's a defender That's, that comes first but I haven't seen any improvement I've seen improvement I in John Fife and John Fife doesn't even play mm. yeah you know Fife went and go play, went to play right back and had two good games I've seen you at centre back and I've seen you play countless I don't, I don't know how many good games he's had mm. he's had average games okay games he hasn't had a game where I've looked at him and said this is an excellent performance. I see you getting better, mm. and you've played enough times. So uh, honestly, I'm 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 just fed up of him at this point. Mm. And you can't put someone like Tanganga next to him because Tanganga actually looks quite decent. But him and Eric Dyer, especially Eric Dyer, I mean, come on, you're, you're asking for trouble there. Jimenez, Jota, and they're now redeemed. Adama Traore. Redeemed, redeemed. This is a completely different player. Yeah, he's, man. he's he's brilliant. Yeah, it looks like he's he's gotten used to the to the to the pace. No, no. Right, uh, what do you mean? He's setting a new pace for the training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he is. He's lightning, man. It's crazy how good he's. He's become. Oh. Nobody expected this. Yeah. Do, 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 do you know what it is about him as well? It's just like when when I first saw him, it was just he just terrorized left backs. He was terrorizing mm. them, and then it just came to that simple pass, and he couldn't do it. He just yeah. couldn't do it. But when it comes to like um, just beating them for like for pace and mm. for dribbling, no defender wants him. Mm. Like I, I think someone was saying that oh, um, Adama Traore, he's the guy that you don't want to play with, but you don't want to play against. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. that's that's it. You you can't defend against a guy like Adama Traore. Mm. You just can't. Absolutely. You you try and press him, he just knocks the ball past you. You sit back. He's gonna run at you. He's got a run on you. He's gonna do a cross now. Mm. Yeah. Because his crossing has improved like tenfold. Tenfold. Yeah. Tenfold. Yeah. tenfold that, yeah. And I think that's one of the main he, things. He came. He came to the Premier League with Villa, right? That's yeah. Just, yeah. Was it Villa or Middlesbrough? Villa or I think yeah. Middlesbrough. Uh, he, he was at Villa, I think, and then I think he went to Middlesbrough they afterwards. Were in, they, they were in the Championship, yeah. and then he came up with them to the Premier League, okay. and then got and then, sent back to the Championship. Yeah, with Wolves. 
And yeah, from for I think for Villa and for Villa and Middlesbrough, same thing. Awful, awful mm. player. Came from came from La Masia. Everybody's thinking, okay, this guy is. And that's the thing they, they rate him very highly because obviously, he um. He had he well, we've seen we we see it. He has all the ability to mm. beat players. Yeah. Imagine having that physique, such a big, strong like literally wham mm, yeah wham mm. american football wide receiver yeah mm. that kind of physique mm. but to have the speed and the ability to dribble past players like that the agility mm. but then the end product just not there, not there but mm. now it's coming and that's we're seeing it week in and week out and it's getting better and that's what you need from him you know so i'm i'm very happy to see how he's progressed because he has the ability to be one of the best wingers in the league yeah so i, I think another thing they've done as well because beforehand they used to use Adama Traore as a right wing back, right wing back yeah. and now like they're playing three four three a lot more now. So he's he's now playing um he's now playing on the wings um a lot more. Mm. So I guess he's got more chance to do his thing and just be out attacking rather than focusing on yeah on, on the yeah the attacking and defending. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's another thing that's helped this develop. Honestly, um, Nunes, Rita, Santo fantastic coach mm. like, on, on, honestly mm. for me I think he's possibly he's in the top three coaches of the league like, I can't disagree with yeah, that yeah no not at all he's, yeah not at all I can't disagree with that at all I say you can even argue actually no I was, I was about to say two but then I forgot Pep no <laughs> <laughs> Cer- certainly third certainly third yeah, for me that's like the, we yeah, don't Pep, to... Pep, Pep the checkbook no, not pet the chest. Someone, someone could actually best that uh, listen to this quite a lot. He would be happy with you yeah, saying that. Yeah, right happy saying that. Um, I, I'm just under. The, I say that every manager needs to spend money in this. So. Exactly, exactly. And but, if, you, um, if you've got the most funds, then you're going to spend the most, aren't you? I, I want to give a shout out to Matt Doherty, whose production rate at this point now is becoming ridiculous for for him at right back. Like Leighton Beans, right? Yeah, mm. almost. It just it doesn't take, doesn't take set pieces. That's the only difference. Mm. You know, he's going. He score goals in the Europa League. He's assisting and scoring in the Premier League. He's doing the whole thing. Mm. He was a thing when he just destroyed Manchester City. Mm. When he just went like, just come, like, just cut in. I thought, nah, 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 nah. I'm very iffy sometimes with players that come from the Championship taking a step up. What are you gonna bring? But he has not looked out of place at all. He's. It looks like he was a Premier League right back, just waiting to come up into his division and. Like a Robertson. Like a Robertson, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm very happy to see how he's progressed. On the other hand, when you watch Tottenham, you see a lot of players that don't want to be there. Um, Jota, when he did a skill to Lucas Moura, mm. I'll say maybe a year ago, Lucas Moura chased you back saying, oh, you beat me. No, no, we ain't done yet. I'm quick as well. I can, find, I can catch you. But what is it though? I think they're just, there's a mentality problem there. Um, it's been there with Tottenham for a long time anyway. It's not a new thing, but was I think... It, was it there with Poch? In the it, sense well, that well, he came it, back, I think it, in that well, the last calendar year, two thousand nineteen, that's when you started getting the problems. Mm. Re- realistically, they got lucky to get in the Champions League final. Very, very, very lucky to get into the Champions League final, um, and I think that masked the problem a bit. Mm. Pochettino realized this, and that's why he was asking for new players. Yes, because he wanted to change the mentality of the team, mm. and also a lot of those players were coming of age anyway, mm. so. They'll either come of age and produce the goods, but he can also get other players to supplement them as well. That's what Pochettino wanted to do. Obviously, Levi doing Levi. Um, <laughs> he doesn't get the players he wants. Why do you think he's moaning for like a good three, four months? Oh, I haven't got the players. I haven't got the players. Um, he gets sacked eventually. Um, 
understand why he was sacked, but at the same time, I feel like he should have been given time. Mm. Um, he was done dirty. I don't yeah, think, I don't think he wanted time to be honest. I think it, it looked it, from from when he it, when he left, it looked like he accepted. Yeah, because like I, it'd been coming for a while. Because at some point, when you're disillusioned, I mean, they got 86 points when Chelsea won the league, mm. and who was asking was, "Give me extra players." Because we have the ability mm. to, to win. really, really push for the title now and go for it and win it. We got the players here. Mm. Now back me up, one or two players, big fees. Let's do it. If want to be big boys, act like big boys. Mm. Um, and they didn't do that. I see where to go and get a hundred points. But you're telling me that Tottenham team wasn't good enough to maybe challenge for another league title? They could, do, they could have done it. Mm. Um, but if you're not back, they didn't spend for eighteen months. You gave him um, Endombele. Endombele is not even looking fit right now. And mm. then to top it up, like I know Mourinho has brought in players since he's been here, but think about it. Bergwijn Beer, um, is a loan to buy 18 months for Jetson um, Fernandez before they buy him. So technically, you're not really spending money. You're loaning and you're loaning and you're loaning in the hope that they'll be happy here in a couple of months' time, like Lacelso is. Lacelso's been happy, so they've made him permanent now with the Ericsson money. Mm. Lose Ericsson, now we have money to spend. But everyone knows, everyone that's a Tottenham fan has said it. They've got money in the bank. The money's there. I know they spend a lot of money in the stadium and all that. Yeah. But the money, the, the, the events they're doing at White Hart Lane, the Smega store, you're telling me they haven't made minutes from that already. They even sell their own alcohol then. It, it's crazy the kind of things mm. they're selling there. Yeah, try some of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I will never. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, but they just wanted, he just wanted to be backed up and this is why I always say, I'll always get onto a manager if you're backed and you're not doing the job because mm. Mourinho was backed for the two years and then when it came to the most important time, you get second place with 81 points. Give me extra players. I want Elder Verold. I want this guy. You didn't back him. Yeah. He said no. And then what happened after? You saw the result of not improving the team. And they haven't really improved since. So, you know, look, Pochettino got done dirty and you're seeing the the labour that Mourinho's going to have to go through now. He just has to have the patience. Whether he has the patience or not is another question. Mm. And more often than not, you've seen that he'll just tell you, nah, I'm not you, happy. You, you, you know what I feel. I, I feel from the start, Mourinho was the wrong appointment. Mm. Um, he's just... He's not suited for Tottenham style initially. Um, you, you know what Mourinho's going to do. He's going to try and get teams to sit back and count R. Tottenham aren't used to that kind of um, that kind of football. They like to be on the front foot. They like to press. They like to attack. Yep. That's how they play yeah. under pushes. It's, Obviously, it's, it's, it takes it's, it's, it takes time. Yeah, I would I would argue that is that's nothing that's historically ingrained in them. I'd, I'd say that if you're a player. On the posh, on the posh, on the posh, on the posh. Yes, that's, but but the simple fact of the matter is, you need you need to be flexible. A lot of these players I've wanted to leave for a while. What what did they expect when they went to all, all the clubs that they were hoping that they would go to that they would play the same way under, on in their new new uh, new home that they were playing previously? No, they'd have to change. So if Mourinho came in and uh, brought in this new style, and changed a whole few bit of things, changed a bit of formation, changed a bit of tactics, they should they should because the professional footballers and experienced professional footballers be able to adapt. So I I don't agree that uh, that they. That they play this this style because it's 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 not like it's Arsenal or Barcelona where they've 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 played a certain style of football for 10, 15 years. It's not. They they should be able to adapt. Yeah, but it's it's still been what since two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's still you know that's still a, f- a good five years mm. of 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 playing a certain uh, way. Man, these are his players. It's not like players that have been under. Martin Yo and then Harry Renap and then AVB. all Pochettino's yeah, guys. They're Pochettino's guys. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, 
they're all people that he's brought up. So yeah, that's 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 the thing. Like, and also with Mourinho, we know that he likes to spend money on players. Um, oh, he said that he doesn't he doesn't have to spend that much. That's what he said when he came in. Well, Mourinho says a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, he, he yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. But he 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 knows for a fact that he needs to spend. That's why, like right now, he's saying that I wish it was the first of July when all of my players are back and all of that stuff. Mm. You know, he he knows that he needs players for next season. Mm. Um, I think Bergwijn has been good, goodish so far. It's been alright, yeah. Yeah. Let's see how he he goes in the. He's, in he's the injected future. a bit a bit of not want to say belief, but, but yeah, it's they, like, it's, it's, it's it looks like he's got there going forward. That's, that's what a new signing does. Like mm. you put in a new signing and they score a couple goals, and that sort of brings some belief in mm. the fans. They they have belief that a player can do something, um, and that's um, yeah, and that's what I think Birdwan has done. Mm. I like Lacelso. I think Lacelso had a difficult start. But he's got much better like over the last few months. Mm. You know, he gets himself about, you know, maybe gets himself about a bit too much and should be red carded. <laughs> but um that's another story. Um but yeah, yeah. But, but he does we'll, we'll go, we'll, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll go there for now. Um quarter mid mid to three quarter season review of VR. Is is everybody seeing that seems to be the, the the hot topic? Is it is it VAR's problem that these uh, the, these referees are getting the decisions wrong? Is it impacting yeah. the games? Is it impacting I, the I, atmosphere and the energy, etc., etc.? Et first of all, if people still think that it's a computer that makes the decisions, they're so stupid. Mm. Um, I was listening to Jordan's podcast, um, yeah. football fans' podcast. For those listening here, um, and a guy on there, Josh, a guest who's a very good guest that he's on quite often, said. Uh, when it comes to VAR decisions, they should have three independent bodies mm. in there. Mm. And if it comes to all three of them making a unanimous decision that the decision is spot on, tell the referee, we all agree, boom, give the decision. Mm. If they all can't agree, if it's two against one or one against two, um, referee then goes to the camera, watches himself and says, okay, this is my final decision, we move. Because at this point, I'm genuinely thinking referees are either just backing their boys or stupid decisions. The excuse they gave for uh, Los Celso's challenge originally about they weren't sure where else he could put his foot was absolute BS. Mm. He can definitely move his foot elsewhere. What are you talking about? Um, and so many other decisions that we've seen. The VAR, um, the offside from the weekend game with Everton and United and so many other decisions I'm, I'm sure of. At the end of the day, we know for a fact we know for an absolute fact that they are making an absolute mockery of VAR here in this country. Mm. In this country. In this yes, country. Man. In this country. I'll say in this country. Yeah. I've seen some terrible decisions in Spain, of course. Yeah. I've seen some terrible decisions in Italy, Italy Germany, of course. But then I look, and then, but then you go on Twitter, you see a video come from like Australia and you see how they do it in their league. And I'm thinking, their league is not even at like the quality of ours. But look at how they're dealing with the decisions. And that's how... You get it correct. And then when they give the decision, when you watch back the game, you can't argue because they've done it correctly. Mm. You know? Whereas over here, it's just... To be honest, most of the decisions they give, sometimes you can say, that's not even the right decision. And most of the decisions they don't give, you're thinking, come on, you got to be kidding me. Mm. Surely that's a red card or a penalty or, you know. So it's a mockery in this country, man. I'm getting tired my, of it. Yeah, my, 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 my opinion. I think VR should be good for the game. 
it's just not implemented correctly. It's just not done correctly. That's that's all it is. Worldwide or just in England? In England, definitely. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know a lot of commentators said some stuff in the World Cup, but I feel like there were a few delays. But in the World Cup, I thought it was almost perfect. It worked. Yeah, like the decisions were right. Mm. And then there's a re- the, there's a reason why no English referee went to that World Cup as well. There you go. They didn't know how to use VARs. Yeah. Sounds um, yes, and I think that's 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 the way it is. It's just implemented so badly in this country. Mm. Um, I'm of the opinion that yeah, like like what um, Michael said, like if say what's it called if it's two and one or whatever, ref takes a look. Mm. They have the final decision. They take control. At the very least, it gives fan confidence mm. as well. Mm. Like if you see the ref looking at the monitor. Um, as a as a fan in a stadium, you see the ref look at the monitor. It's down to the ref's decision. They've mm. seen the perfect angle. Mm. It's their decision. They they're accountable for it. Mm. But um, when it's just like oh, some random person talking to your ear, yeah. and like, all you see oh, on all you see on the screen is VR, uh, VR checking check, checking blah, blah, blah. Uh, what? But the person, but the referee hasn't even looked at the incident a mm. second. Think about it though. No, 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 let's be serious though. It's not even looked at it for a second time he's not even looked at it for a second time Mm. at a different angle but he's getting an opinion from some random dude saying that oh i think this is a penalty okay but you haven't even seen it a second time and Mm. it's not like they can see it a second time what they have to do is run like what 20 30 meters or whatever Mm. to to um to the monitor and see it a second time Mm. they'll have the right angle for them that i I feel like I'm the only one here with, like, I'm I'm the only one with common sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Does it not feel like that? Yeah. Like, surely it feels. Oh, it feels yeah. like every fan feels that way. That why aren't the why in the why in the uh, FA or the refs allowed to check that monitor? It makes zero sense. Why why have you instilled confidence in these? these guys in the van when they've got most of this most of the decisions and I, I, i'm confident in saying that most of the decisions they've got are wrong yeah absolutely mm. absolutely it makes uh, the person on the pitch uh, f- uh, uh, should be the one in charge of the match and like you, I, I, I agree with uh josh josh where he said uh, two out if it's, if it's two out of three check them on it if it's three out of three then it's, then it's unanimous yeah yeah i think referees already have a really bad already had a, a very bad reputation here in this country mm. um but I think I feel like it's 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 the hardest job on the pitch. I'll be very honest. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, yeah, I'll be yeah. straight it's not up. Easy, man. Being a referee is extremely difficult. Mm. I've refereed one or two games at the lowest of lowest levels, mm, mm. and I've been rattled. Mm. So imagine Premier League in front of thousands of fans, yeah, and of course. players that are highly paid that are going to be diving but, and doing this and doing but that. But if you've got but video assistance, use it. Make your life easier 100%. because then when you've watched it yourself, the players can't come to you and moan. Mm. You've seen it. And it's there for everyone to see mm. and they can't complain about it. Mm. If you give it to someone else, they'll look at you and say, why didn't you go to the camera and watch it yourself? Mm. Because I still disagree. Yeah. And it's still pressure on you anyway. And then if you're in a away game and it's something that the home fans do, no, if you're in a game and there's something that the home fans don't like, mm. all the fans, there's no, there is no doubt that that pressure can hit you. Mm. You'll be saying, V-A-R, V-A-R. I remember that's, that's all that's going to be. May United, that day we beat Tottenham uh, 5-2 at Old Trafford when they went 2-0 up. Darren Bent and Modric scored. And then they got one or two decisions that the fans didn't like, but they were right, by yeah. the way. They should have been <laughs> given anyway. So, But, you know, the home fans still moan. And, yeah. and then in the first half, in the second half, sorry, very quickly, Carrick got a penalty. 
that was not a penalty. Mm. The keeper got the ball. I'll be very honest about it, mm. like straight up. Obviously, back then I wasn't honest about it. Straight up, paying you. <laughs> but you got in the league now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it was it was not a penalty. But he gave the penalty straight away. You could see how like ridiculous the decision was. The Spurs players were absolutely furious mm. because it wasn't. Yeah, it was it was um Jorge Gomez that was in goal at that time. So like you, I know for a fact that the pressure of thousands of fans get onto you, it can hit you. But this is the time where you've got cameras there for you. We at home are watching on TV. Mm. Essentially, they give you another option to watch it on a TV screen mm. and say, okay, this is the right decision. And then you move, you know? And yeah, but regardless, it's not going to get better anytime soon. And I'm, um, I'm tired of VAR at yeah. this point. You thinking of scrapping it or? No, no, no. keep it. Just tell the referees to do their job. So I, what, I, what can they do? I mean, to appease appease fans? Because I, I... Fans will never be appeased, man. Forget fans. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they should... Should they not put it on the screen? They they, they show the decision after when it's been made on the screen. Mm. And like a little clip of it. But fans will never like what's going on in a way. Like, that's, mm. it, yeah, fans if, it's not, if, if it's not for your team, yeah, they're fan, not going to like what's fans going don't even like what Fans don't even know what they want for their own clubs. Mm. Like, you know, so I mean, I, I, I've always said it and I'll say it again. People in football should never listen to the opinions of fans. I'm a fan. I will say what I want, but don't sit there thinking, oh, Michael's correct. Mm. Stick to your own guns. Yeah. And then when you make a decision, if it works, fine. If it doesn't, you work on it. But, you know, don't listen to fans, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think for uh, realistically, I know, okay, what happened last week was a bit... It's one of those weird ones where someone's kind of in line with the ball or whatever. That's a, that's a weird part of the offside rule mm. yeah I understand how that could it's not like it's, it's not on uh, in line with the ball it's if, uh, if you're directly yeah, yeah, affecting the goalkeeper's yeah. sight but if you look like every single person on planet earth has done who watches football and watches the Premier League you you see clearly that De Gea is looking at the ball at yeah. every single and, interval and he's shifted yeah, his body yeah, completely shifted, yeah, yeah. to the right he's not getting yeah. there yeah. he's not getting now, there at all yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, he's got the hair standing I, I, I up, uh, like, things on the floor. Yeah, I feel like he's got, he's been got by like a technicality, mm. isn't it? Mm. Um, but okay, I understand that. But I'm talking about the simple offside decisions where someone's just passed it over. Mm. They've they've um, gone past the last defender um, before the pass was made. Obviously, VAR should be able to do that. I know, you know, they had that squiggly line business. It's good that they've stopped yeah. that. Mm. Um, but, you know, that's one thing that VAR pretty much gets correct all the time. Mm. Um, there is no possible way to not get that correct. Mm. If you're offside in that situation, you're offside. Mm. There's no two ways about it. doesn't matter if it's a millimetre or 10 metres, you're offside, mm. yeah? Stick to that, yeah? I, I don't agree with Cena saying that uh, um, if one part of your body is away from, um, it's, uh, what's it called? It's, it's in front of the attacker, then um, it's basically you get more lenience with offside. I'm like, if you're offside, by the rules of the game, you're mm. offside. Is I it? agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Don't do any fancy business with that. That's what VAR should be able to do correctly. Mm. The other stuff is where you get the video refs mm. and then you do the analysis. That's opinion. Yeah, yeah. And that one, and then obviously you give the ref control mm. and the final say. Mm. Like that's... That's all that needs to be done with VAR. That's mm. literally all that needs to be done. Because e and even if, say, the ref gets it a bit wrong, the ref has seen it on the monitor. It's their decision. They're accountable for it. Yeah. 
that's all that needs to happen. Mm. Not that, oh, it's the video rest fault. Oh, it's the rest fault. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's reassigning blame. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, on me it's, anymore. Yeah, it's not on me anymore. Mm. I'm like, you know, that's that's poor, man. Mm. Just look at the monitor. It's your decision. You make it. Mm. You live with it. Mm. That's, that's why I've... But now you've got the technology to make the best decision possible. Exactly. That's and they're that still and they're just not using it correctly. Yeah, that, that's all I think. I think, I, I think it was Mourinho that summed up VR. But he said uh, only only thieves complain that there are cameras around. Yeah. And that, that so I feel like V if if it gets the decision nine nine times out of ten right, it's ultimately a good thing. Yeah. I think the only problem is that in this country, the referees have. have Sad because since Howard Webb's gone, it's just gone and down. everybody thought he was horrible. Nobody knew how bad referees could actually get until he left. Clabberg's left as well, wasn't it? He went to Saudi Arabia, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, and he was he was probably the next best one. But I don't know what's Michael Love was meant to be the, the the guy. He's not obviously not the guy anymore. I don't know what it is about the coaching or the training of referees in this country. But it's it's clearly not good. It's yeah. just not compared to the rest of the world. It's not good, and it needs to improve. Otherwise, we're going to continue to get poor decision after poor decision, and that's that on that. I guess. Um, where should we go now? I was going to say something about Arsenal. But I feel like no. Uh, Greece, 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 Greece. You can oh, say um, no, no. All I can say about Arsenal is because um, I guess that, that's the last game was a Europa League game, really. Yeah. Um, all I will say on this is Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> they did they did they did um, Arsenal Arsenal's problem ha- is they have not improved from Wenger let alone Emery um, yeah. that's that's as simple as it gets because I see the same mistakes yeah. um, when Liverpool play them every time I'm going to say this now because this is a fact every time Liverpool play them Liverpool get a corner Liverpool whip it doesn't beat the first man goes to one of their players like almost at the edge of the box but a bit further away Arsenal players then proceed to all run forwards as if one of their players has the ball prepared for a counter attack mm. the player loops the ball over those players there's one idiot always at the back standing none, no correction none of them know how to play offside trap oh yep exactly so there's always one at the back saying oh wait sorry are we supposed to run forward okay and he's playing one guy on side usually tends to be Mohamed Salah who rips the ball across right. the pitch for Sadio Mane to tap in and one, two, three, four, five, no, depending on how Liverpool feel on the day. And then they come to Olympiacos. You score in the 113th minute. Aubameyang with a beautiful, mm. beautiful overhead kick. Mm. He celebrates, he starts crying. I don't know why. It's Olympiacos in the Europa League, but whatever makes people happy, I will not stop them. Passion. Passion, yes. <laughs> um, He's our captain, relax, man. And then... Um, Bird Leno, for some reason, does not whack the ball into Zoe's head. In fact, he tries to just, well, do whatever he was trying to do. I, I can't really explain for him that was going through his mind because he's the most pointless corner in Premier League, no, Premier League, in Europa League history this season. Ball comes, comes in, does not beat the first man again. Mm. And what happens? They all run forward. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting here. Literally, I got home. I've got um actually I'm not gonna expose expose the guy's um app because really and truly if I do it the the forces that be will come after him so <laughs> a guy that has been very grateful to um and good to a lot of us football fans that cannot watch and afford other channels because quite frankly I don't want to pay for it um <laughs> I'm watching on his app watching the game beautifully and I see Arsenal players run out in force and a player just whip a ball in which by the way was a beautiful cross and well. 
finish. 2-1. And then I'm thinking, it's game over. And then suddenly, the ball's bouncing around the Olympiacos box. It goes to Aubameyang. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's not going through. Mm-hmm. No, the spirit of Lacazette enters him. The spirit <laughs> of Lacazette, <laughs> indeed, boy. Uh, well, you saw the end result. Oh. And he was shattered. Arsenal fans, for the first time, I, well, in a while anyway, it wasn't a sense of anger. It was just a sense of emotion and disappointment because mm. they couldn't really understand what had just happened. Yeah. But if really and truly they look back to their history, it's the same thing over and over mm. and over. It's been happening from the times where May Knight will play uh, 4-3-3 and then for Arsenal to do 4-4-2 diamond formation, very narrow, play, play counter-attacking football, sit back for Arsenal to expose themselves and make it 1 or 2 or 3 nil. When Chelsea, will let Arsenal have the ball at an Eden Hazard or Didier Drogba or Michael Ballack, whoever felt about it on the day in whichever year, would expose Arsenal they, and beat them time and time and time and time and time again. Do, do you not remember the game when, uh, what's it called, you used seven defenders against... Uh, oh, yeah, when Rafael and Fabio were playing yeah, left yeah, back yeah, yeah. and right mid and left that's mid. One of, that's been one of my favourite, that's one that of was my favourite games. Beautiful day. <laughs> That was a oh, beautiful man. day. Oh, they man. should never, never, ever lost to that team. And they absolutely got hammered. Is that the one when Nanny started doing kickoffs backwards? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, go man. back to the 4 4 when they were beating um, Tottenham 3 uh, 1 and then 4 2. And then suddenly they decided to go gung ho at 4 2 for some reason and conceded two Rose. goals to Danny, oh, not even Danny Rose, Modric and Jermaine Gina scoring oh. an absolute banger. Bangers. I'm thinking, Bangers. you guys just do it to yourself. Yeah. And this is why you have not improved since um, since Wenger. Forget about Emery. Emery was just, oh, I don't even call it a blip because it's the same old Arsenal, isn't it? So, you know, all in all, um, what up for being Portsmouth? And uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. that's that's what I got to say about that. I mean, Reece Nelson's been missing for five months, but he performs against uh, Portsmouth, who have not been great since what? Well, didn't they get relegated when they went up? I can't remember. Yeah. Regardless, they haven't been good for a long time, mm. and you know we should praise that performance because you know same old Arsenal and Martinelli yeah. uh, played well against them, and even yeah. I like Martinelli. I like him though. He's good. Yeah, yeah he's good. Even Kettier celebrating that goal like that that way, man. Using, the, using the, his invisible Nokia um, 64.7T uh, phone, you know, from back in the day, you know, those bricks with snake on it. Um, calling, I don't know who, you know, maybe the, the next final of the FA Cup. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I've got to say about Arsenal. It's the same old thing. The only difference is I don't blame Arteta because Arteta just, quite frankly, is just working with a, a load of players that are still very uncoachable. They're not going to learn from their mistakes. Mm. Like, um, who was it that was against uh, Everton when, was it Kolasinac that ran back for no reason with the player? Yeah. Mm. My point exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I've ranted. It's your club. I don't know what I'm talking. Yeah. I think you summed it up. Perfect. It's genuinely perfect. Um, it's hard to, I wouldn't say it's hard to watch because we've been watching it for for a while now. Like you said, it's been going on for for years now. Yeah. Um, is I'm I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna attempt to to add to that thing you summed up perfectly. I was gonna I'm just gonna say, do players deserve credit in the bank for when they mess up? No. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking De Gea. De Gea has been fantastic for fantastic seven for United. Mm-hmm. But that that uh, goal he conceded against Everton he, was unforgivable. He, him, the Bravkar, mm. Leno, and someone else are top of the Premier League in terms of errors leading to goals. Mm. They've all got seven. 
There's mm. four goalkeepers, and mm. two of them are supposed to play for teams in the top six. That's appalling. Yeah. So uh, as much as De Gea has done well for us in the last two years, he hasn't been good. So it, that leads me back to my point about Aubameyang, and he shouldn't get credit in the bank for that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's a, that's a, Arsenal are not finishing in the top four. Mm. Let's just say it now. Arsenal are not finishing in the top four, and to get to the Champions League, I don't think they can even finish in fifth. So to get to the Champions League, Europa League is their best bet, and. I understand he scored a sensational goal, mm-hmm. but that was a sitter. Mm-hmm. And that was the one opportunity you had to make sure you go through to the next round mm-hmm. and he missed it. Just like he went missing in the final of the Europa League. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that whole credit in the bank for me thing, that it has nothing. It has no meaning. He, he bottled it when it mattered. It's unfortunate. It happens in football. I'm not going to crucify him for it, but I'm not going to let him get away with it because he's performed well. Yeah. That's the mentality your fans should have. That's the mentality the players should have. Mm. Because Ronaldo, when he started when he came to United, he started performing well. He was great. And then one day he missed a complete sitter against Charlton. A game we should have won. After did we win that game? I can't remember. I don't think we won that game. Mm. Rooney has missed sitters. Messi has missed sitters. Messi is known as the greatest player we've ever seen. I will sit here and tell you the day that when they lost to Chelsea in the um twenty twelve semifinals. In that second leg, every time, man, (laughs) (laughs) he missed the penalty and did absolutely nothing Mm. for the rest of the game. Mm. I will criticize him for that, despite what he's done throughout his whole career. I know he's done 91 in the calendar year, that's fantastic, that's phenomenal. But what about that game? You're supposed to be the guy that they look to, the guy that they come for, and you had the opportunity to make your mark on that game yet Mm. again, and you did nothing. You have been the greatest player for Barcelona in their history. Since Ronaldo left, have you scored in any classical? Have you assisted in any classical? That's mad, you know. Oh, how, yeah. did, how, how did this turn on Messi? No, no, but I'm making a point. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm making. But it's the same thing about Ronaldo, though, because yeah, yeah, Ronaldo, yeah. Ronaldo came brought um, Juventus back from the brink against Atletico last season. Scored a hat trick. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Scored in the first leg against Ajax. But Second then, leg, where were you? Where was- they deserve the criticism. You're mm, a footballer. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. criticism of sending for your family or anything like that but when you're on the pitch and you're not doing something right you have to be criticised for it mm, Yeah, and that's as simple as it gets so we can't be protecting all these guys because of I don't know whatever mm. but yeah Aubameyang he's played well this season but that was a terrible miss and mm. you're out mm. um, I will say one thing on, on Arsenal I'd, I'd say that if if we want to even attempt to get back to I wouldn't say the glory days because I think we, we I don't it's going to be a very long while before we start challenging for league titles and stuff like that. Just a uh, respectable. Then we need we then we need to actually make some money. You need to make money because we can't continue being the club. We we when we got um when Emery came in and we got uh, I think it was Sven Mislintat and, and all those new guys that came Raul Sinelli Raul Sinelli and they, they said that we won't allow anybody to go down to, to two years and then one year after that we're down to Aubameyang with a year left to go on his contract Bakayo Saka a, a, a youth a hot prospect yeah in FM terms down to one year thinking that he can do better that for me is unacceptable that a person a player that you bought through your youth system believes that they can do better at 18 yep at 18 he is not going to go to city he is not going to go to to liverpool any team oh, in the world yeah. 
and get into into the into his, into their first team. He should be signing on the dotted line. I'm going to stay here for the foreseeable future. And if the time comes where I I've done, I've done my dues and I've played consistently well for a good long a long consistent period, and I've I'm, I can see that I'm doing better than than the rest of the team, I I want to leave. Go fine with me but if you're at 18 this is hilarious because both the people the players yeah. that you criticized willian and ross barkley have just scored that's insane but anyway back <laughs> to- <laughs> you, you saw my, you saw my I face, saw your face. <laughs> I, saw, I saw your face i had i, I had to comment because your face was hilarious it was like huh? what's happening <laughs> They listen but, to me, man. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Man, I said, "Oh, you criticizing me? I'm here." Exactly. That's hilarious. But look, back, to, back, to, back to back to Saka. I think that that in his indictment of how poorly run Arsenal Football Club is, an 18 year old is putting is having you on the is on the rope, putting you on the ropes. Mm. Un- unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. And we're, when it comes to Aubameyang, if he doesn't sign by by the summer, go let get him rid go. of him. Get rid of him. Let him go. Even get rid of Aubameyang. I'm not Aubameyang. Like I said. No. Lacazette can can go in go in his luggage. I don't care about Lacazette. <laughs> I don't care about Lacazette. And all this talk about Lacazette being this elite quality goal scorer before, and it's just it's just form. It's class. Class is permanent. You know, uh, form do, is do, temporary, do, do, bro. Do, do, you, do you know? It, do you know it was? It, it, it was one day scoring a, a blaster and then looking at the camera cold. Bro, we can't Arsenal, just because your personality doesn't if, mean you if, doesn't mean you deserve to play football for a, for a, a supposedly top club. If there's anything Arsenal fans love, yeah, is hey, relax, please. Not you, you're, you're <laughs> calm. Is style over substance, oh despite the God. fact that back in the day they had players that had both style and substance. substance. But hey, Easy, right? yeah, you had Gilbert, Gilberto and Vieira, man. Yeah. One day we're gonna talk about Gilberto Silva on this podcast, by the way. We need to because he's being disrespected now. It's, it's, Too it's much. making me angry. Fabinho. No, no, it was Fabinho that annoyed me. They did a um, uh, combi- combination of the Invincibles and this Premier League, this Liverpool team. Uh, yeah. And they put Vieira next to Jordan Henderson. He's hooked out. He's hooked out. Yeah, this podcast is over. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've... What? <laughs> yep, seriously. If the thing is... <sighs> This Jordan Henderson thing, like the thing is, I always backed him, like even during like the time when people were getting onto him. Mm. But D- during the uh, screaming, screaming Gerald's name when shooting from long distance, yeah. yeah. Shout out Darren for that Charles tweet. Darren, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but oh my god, Liverpool have collapsed. Oh my god, it's Pedro. Be... Nah, it's Pedro. He's bissed it. He's Ooh. absolutely bottled it. It's a terrible f- attempt at a finish. And the only was funny about it because back in the day, Barcelona Pedro was just such a killer. Yeah, he was. He's lost his legs. He's yeah, slowed down so much there. He's just slowed down, isn't he? He's slowed down. But um, what were we saying anyway? Yeah. Um, um, oh, yeah. George Henderson. Yeah, Henderson. yeah, I've always... Like, I've backed Henderson as a player. I've always thought that he's had good qualities. Like, he's got the lungs of two men. He can get himself about... He can whip in a good cross as well. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, and I know it's not a good idea comparing how someone performs for England and how they perform for country. Mm. But the reason I'm saying this is that the onus is on Jonas Hen- Jordan Henderson to create. Yeah, mm. he doesn't create like that. A lot of the time, it's because he's got guys like Salah, Firmino, and Mane to pass to. Mm. So it's it's easy for him because people are focused on tracking them. He got space out wide to whip them crosses. Mm. But who they they they're not gonna be at at England. 
you don't have the quality of players that mm. you have at Liverpool, or in, in my opinion anyway. Mm. Um, and you don't have the cohesion at Liverpool. That's probably a better term, yeah. You don't have that cohesion. So there's more onus on Jordan Henderson to actually create. Mm. And he, he's not really the type of person who can do the short passing game mm. when he's being pressed, that kind of stuff. He hasn't got that ability. Um, and I always love those kind of midfielders, the guys like Xavi, the Iniestas, mm. Pirlo's. Jordan Henderson doesn't have that kind of ability to play in those tight spaces. Mm. Um, that's why I just find it weird when you compare him to guys like Fiera or guys like Gilberto and he's just he's not at that level because no. they could play in those kind of spaces. Mm. Like you, you can press Fiera all day. He's gone. He was past you, man. Mm. Um, you know, Henderson isn't at that kind of level. Mm. What he's done for Liverpool is great, but I feel like people have underrated him for so long. That now no, they finally yeah. rate him. Mm. They've gone yeah, over the yeah, top. Over, over the top. top. Absolutely. That's what I think yeah, has happened. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I agree with you there. Um, I'd say to finalize on Arsenal. Yeah, it's, it's it's about now. It's about getting rid of the dead wood of. Uh, that we've been, I especially me, has have been calling out since, since this podcast has begun. For yeah, I mean, and players that don't want to be here as well, and players that don't want to be rid, there. Get Actually, your just money get, and go. Get, get your money, cash in, and go. I mean, because I, I, I could keep naming names, but Koscielny was there for a while until the, the beginning of the season. Xhaka is is still there, even uh, but, he, but because he came back, he he. he bowed his he, he apologized. He bowed his head. He decided to to play play well under Arteta for, for, for a short period of time now he deserves to, to stay at Arsenal nope get rid of him he's not good enough go uh, who else is still there Bellerin Callum Chambers not, Bellerin's unfortunate yeah Bellerin is unfortunate because there was talk about Barcelona and I think he deserves part of me does think he deserves to deserve that one point I, I, to go I, I, there I don't know I don't know how some Arsenal fans thought you could actually be in the defence of Callum Chambers and Rob Holding there Rob Holding Callum Chambers yep 100% um, um, Mavropanos even though he's alone now Mavropanos yeah I, I, I said to someone that um you know, enjoy using L- Louise and Mustafi. They can be Kalam together. <laughs> um, people thought that Mustafi would be gone at the start of the season. Mustafi's still there, yeah. Mustafi's still there. Mm. He's playing with David Louise. Mm. They're being Kalam together. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think it's, it's time now just to, to stop with the sentiment. It's stop with the given one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven chances every single season. It's time to just to. To back this manager because I feel like he can, he can, he can go on to to be a great manager. He's 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 learnt from arguably two of the best managers to ever exist. Yeah. Um, he seems like he knows how to coach. He def- he definitely and knows he coach. knows how to set up a team and he knows how to set up a team that that everybody gave up on in just, Arsenal. Just give him better players and gave and that he's allowed them to play much better football. Much better football. Yeah, just, give him and better just give him better players. Give him time, and he might get us back to a, a respectable, a respectable side. Maybe not a Premier League, a winning side, because I think you need a lot of money nowadays to to be that. Um, but yeah, just make just uh, make Arsenal respectable again. Let's 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 yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's not, make not, a hat out of that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think we should. 
<laughs> I think we'll wrap up there. Yeah. No Hall of Fame? No Hall of Fame, just today. How long are we doing? It's one thirty now. Let's do Hall of Fame quickly. Nah, nah, five nah. minutes, five minutes, please. Nah, nah. It, it, deserves, please. It, it deserves a big... Well, when you when you come back, okay. that, that week we'll do Hall of Fame. You down for that? Cool. Yeah? yeah. Okay. All right, Jamal's on. If so, you for that one then. There we go. Part um, Jamal, where can they find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Jam underscore the underscore... Man, <laughs> seven. There we go. <laughs> there you go, Coach. Coach, where can um, you find us? First, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug my own self here for a second. Go on. Uh, shoot the defense, European show. Um, actually, shoot defense in general because Stills done quite a bit for me when I was in Spain. So shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, can catch us on well, shoot the defense. He does his shows every Monday, so you can find his things on SoundCloud, iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, all of that. And you can find the European roundup. When you see the European roundup, I'm here with Double D and uh, another guy called Yannickis very cool guy we don't talk about any Premier League because none of us want to talk about a class but he's a Liverpool fan one's a Liverpool fan he of course he wants to talk about his club but we don't allow it um, <laughs> and we talk about every every, every other league in Europe mm-hmm. and we go through it and it's really fun and it's really productive so it's always on Skype so if anyone wants to, ever wants to jump on that let us know it's always on Skype we just talk and we talk football is there an email? Huh? is there an email? that you can get in contact with you or just um, solely through Twitter tweet yeah tweet us oh yeah can I jump on the show boom that's yeah. it yeah um, tweet the free midfield podcast if you don't know any um, of our actual um, ads. ads on Twitter uh, Miles at Coach Kojo but if you can't find me just go in the free midfield one and do it there but as for free midfield you can find us on Spotify Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and the Twitter free in midfield this has been another episode of the Feeding Podcast. Good night.